Hey, Warriors, this is Amy. And this is Sarah, and you're listening to the Unqualified Therapist Sink. <laughs> so happy to be here with you with another episode. Last week we put out two, one for everyone and one for our Patreons. And it turned out to be really fun and quite interesting. It's a murder. Murder. <laughs> a murder. Yeah, I feel like we did a pretty decent job for our first time telling a story about a murder. Yeah, it was fun. And, you know, as fun as murder can be. <laughs> as soon as I said that, I was like, hmm. Mm. <laughs> But those that are Patreons did reach out and say that they enjoyed it. So we hope that you will check it out. You can get to that level just with $5 a month to support us. And to get all of the goodies Sarah and I just talked about today. Yeah. Teaching a booty yoga class together and filming it just for you. And then sending it over so that you guys can do that anytime you want. Probably do a little bit more breaking down too in the beginning of like what it is and how to do things. Absolutely. So you can feel comfortable and then you can jam out with us. That's right. Exactly. So yeah, hopefully you guys will take a look at that and take a listen because it is, I think it was a good one. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. It, again, as much as you can love murder. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I appreciate that you all found my campfire story to be funny. Oh my funny. gosh. So many messages. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, you know, we're kind of at the expense of my idiocracy. No, it is not idiocracy. But um, it's fine because it's funny. It's not. Listen, I listened. I texted Sarah and I was like, is it wrong that I listen to us in the car on the way home from work to laugh? (laughs) Like, I literally listen to us and I laugh at myself. I'm like, I'm so funny. (laughs) (laughs) It's so great. That's that's called knowing your strengths. (laughs) So I find um, that to be a uh, compliment when you tell me oh my gosh. that you laughed so hard at my campfire story. That's good. I'm glad. I think every message I got was that I almost peed myself <laughs> listening to Amy describe her campfire story. Every single message was, I almost peed myself. Now, that could be because they're all women, too, and who've had true, kids. True, <laughs> true, This is true. Um, yes. So as much as life will allow, I will share all of Amy's first as they occur. Oh, they're so good. They will not be forced. Therefore, we will not have one this evening, day, morning, whenever you're listening. Um, but I will keep them coming as my life continues to give me these opportunities. (laughs) Hey, you know what it shows though, is that you're like, I'm going to try this new thing I've never done before. I am. So it's bravery for you. It is. It's bravery. It's, it's all about like doing it all and, you know, being able to be, I don't know, not just independent, but I mean, I should tell you this much that, um, before my husband passed away, I couldn't even order for a pizza because of my social anxiety. I was just going to say, is it an anxiety thing? It was my anxiety. I paused because that's why I was like, do I ask that over the yeah. air? I wasn't no, sure that's if you exa- were. That's exactly what it was. I get, mm-hmm. and I can do it now. I do too. But I have, you know, either, I think I had my friend Jesse do it the other night 
if someone else is there now, I allow that to still happen, knowing that I can do it if I have to. Right. So, you know, having conversations with people like that or the Schwann's man or, <laughs> I mean, just I get it. any of those things is, is very stressful for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I do those things now. So, you know, it's like that, that was the first step. And then yeah. I guess building a fire was the second. It's I amazing. I, oh my God, I love you. <laughs> becoming and I am proud of you I just want to make that very clear that I am very proud of you because I don't know that I would have attempted something like that if I didn't know how by myself yeah and so I am very proud of you I'm laughing just at your I know because like you said you're funny too the way you tell these stories like I just (laughs) cannot with you like seriously the line of my life is like you can't make this shit up (laughs) I couldn't make it up if I tried Mm -mm. it just is my life. You know what? I think a lot of people, including myself, are glad that it is. Yes. I'm, and I'm glad to share it with you. I really am because it makes it that much better. So, yeah. Yay. Next time, hopefully we'll have a good one for you. Yes. So, Keep yeah. trying new stuff. I will. <laughs> I will. I will. When I'm not so exhausted, I will. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. So, how was your week? My week was weird, okay. I'd say. But it was good. Um, oh, yeah. You did not have a great week in no. terms of your emotions. or No, your, I was. I did not do well this week. So I think... Mood. We'll my say mood. mood. Yes, That's yes. what I meant to say, mood. Um, we've. T- I think we've talked about it before on here. Maybe not that I haven't... I don't know if I've told all of you guys that I suffer from PMDD, which is premenstrual dysphoric disorder. I think I have talked about this. One but, time you did because it was new to me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically it's... So if you have bad period symptoms physically, then you're going to multiply those by like a thousand. If you have bad period symptoms emotionally Mm -hmm. and like irritability wise, multiply that by a thousand and that's PMDD to the point where like your physical symptoms are so bad, you physically can't get out of bed. Mm -hmm. And then your emotional and um, mental health symptoms are so bad that you emotionally can't get out of bed either. And then when you do, you are so irritable that you Mm -hmm. can't interact well with people. Yeah. So it's basically like a week, and I've said this so many times in my life, that it's a week of my life every single month where I feel like I don't belong here. Yep. So I go through, through, it's, it's not even suicidal ideation. It's more of a thing of like, the world would just be better if I wasn't here. Yes. Cause I'm a burden on it. Mm-hmm. Once a week, every single month, sometimes less, sometimes more. But it's every month, and it's Do you awful. Know what the percentages of people that have this? I don't actually. I'd be curious to know, just because I've never, um, I've never heard of it before. You had told me about it. Okay, so I looked it up, and it is one in twenty women worldwide. So that is worldwide. That's according to therecoveryvillage.com. Yeah. And it says um, the actual prevalence is estimated to be higher, but many women may not have come forward regarding their concerns. Okay, this says because of fear of stigmatization, stigmatization, but I think mine was just that I just thought that's how periods were. Heck yeah, that's what I would have thought too. Yeah, I, I didn't know any better, so right. I was like, when well. When they talk about PMS, you're just like, oh, it's just that. Right, it's just that. It's just that mine's worse, or mine's, right. or I don't handle it as well, is basically mm-hmm. what I would think. Yeah. So that was a week for that, and 
<clears throat> so my irritability was high, my emotions were high, my worth, my worthiness was very, very low. So you still have that cycle even without having, without, with having a hysterectomy? Yes, because they left my ovaries. So they okay. took everything except okay. the ovaries because I'm 39. So yeah. the medical benefits of leaving them yes. far outweigh yes. the... Um, for the hormones. Yes, correct. for the hormones, yes. for... I think it's like our for osteoporosis, yeah. for like our bone health, heart health, and hormones, okay. hormonal health. So I actually was, I feel kind of lucky that they left them because I didn't want to go through yes. like menopause right now. Yes. <laughs> like everything that's going on. So right. I mean, who wants to go through menopause at any time really? But right. because of that, I still ovulate and I still gotcha. have the emotional cycle. Mm -hmm. So while I don't have the physical cramping, I mm -hmm. do have ovary cramping. That goes mm -hmm. around to my lower back and down my right leg. It has my whole life and I think forever and ever will. Interesting. So I had that this week, so I was in a lot of pain. I will say, though, that having the hysterectomy has reduced my pain by 80%. Wow. It's insane. I, I was in a lot of physical pain. And I had endometriosis on top of that, too, which I think has something to do. I'm mm -hmm. just speculating. It yeah. has something to do with PMDD. But anyway, so my, my I was not in a good place. My depression was raging and I don't know, I had a hard time just being myself. And then yeah. I had a really rough time with my son this week. It was last week and this week. So last week I was like, all right, I'm going to actually do something that I just really never thought I would do with my kids. Not that it, there's anything wrong no, with it or whatever, right. but it was just never something that was at the top of my yeah. mind. And so I booked a, a tarot card reading for my son because I know that he's an empath, um, which means in... Amy's going to tell you all about that in a little bit, um, in another episode. Uh, but he takes on everybody's emotions. And when he's only 11 years old, he doesn't know how to handle that or deal with it. And honestly, at 39, I don't either. Mm -hmm. So I took him to get his cards read. It was an incredible experience. And I think that every person should take their at least 10-year-old, 11-year-old mm -hmm. to do this and sit in on the session. Yeah. Because as a parent, I learned so much so many things became clearer right. so many things made so much sense and it was it just is going to help me be a better parent going forward mm -hmm. however today was just not good his reading was yesterday and it started off it was like a little bit a little bit here a little bit there and I think it's because it's the end of the week and he's been with people all week and yeah then it just bottles up and explodes so when that happens, sometimes I don't know how to block that energy and I take it on and I get angry Yeah. on top of me experiencing the PMDD and today was just a horrible parent day. Oh. It just was a recipe for disaster. Yeah. I yelled, which I, I hate doing. I hate it. Yeah, me too. I, I think it's like probably the worst disciplinary me like it's measure you can take. It's the worst parenting it thing is. you can do. It is. It's, it's yeah. emotionally destructive to the, your child. And it really messes you up too. It does. And then I have the guilt from doing it mm -hmm. on top of trying to repair the damage that I just did to my kid. Yeah. So I don't know. You know, we think it's really important for us to admit when we're wrong to our kids. Yes. Randy and I do. I don't, I'm sure you do the same. Yes, for sure. So, you know, if I do have something like that, I will always apologize yeah. to him. I don't think my parents ever said the words, I'm sorry to me. So that was a big deal for Scott and I mm -hmm. to apologize to the kids. And last night I actually had to apologize to mm -hmm. Lily and Mike. Oh, no. <laughs> I knew I did it, but yeah. I was like, maybe they'll forget about it. But then they, like, brought it up at dinner, and um, 
and they were like, yeah, what was that? And basically what happened was Lily had singing. It's at 1.30. Okay. So, you know, I feel like you should have to leave at least by 1 to get there sure. on time, yeah. in my mind. She's like putzing, he's putzing, texting both of them, like, time to go, time to go. And then they come downstairs, and I realize that he doesn't have the address yet, and he needs to put it in his phone. And I don't know what I do, but I, I like, get huffy, and I'm like, <sighs> you're going to die. <laughs> oh, no. This is such a typical old-school Amy thing to say, okay. which I just, like, cringe. I was like, <sighs> This is why I should just do everything myself. Utters <laughs> <laughs> every mother every day. Or I was feel like, like. <laughs> I don't even know why I let anybody else do anything. Something of that nature. It was yeah, one yeah, of yeah. those. Basically, like, <laughs> you idiots, I could have done this quicker, better, faster. <laughs> Meanwhile, like, so, so they told me later, they both got in the car and were like, what was that? And like, <laughs> And so, yeah, so I apologize. I really, truly did because I thought it was important to yeah. apologize because that, I knew I said it, but I was like, maybe they'll just go away. Because <laughs> I, I knew it was wrong. I knew the, the minute it came out of my mouth, yeah. I was like, that should have been something you said under your breath, like not out loud. <laughs> because it's not true. It's right. not true at yeah. all. Like yeah. Lily and Mike are super competent people. Right. And so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what had me on edge that made me say that, but I apologized uh, for it because I definitely was in the wrong. I need to say this out loud because I've also made myself a promise that anytime I think something positive, positive about someone, I want to verbalize it and yes. say it. So I just want to tell you that I love the way you construct your sentences and I love oh. the way you talk about your kids and your loved ones. Aw, thanks. Like you were like, Lily and Mike are very competent people. Like it just, <laughs> I don't know. Like you just, Aww. you have a way of lifting people up in a really beautiful way. Thank you. So I just wanted to say that. Thank you. <laughs> I, I, um, yeah, I mean, I just, I think the world of both of them mm -hmm. and we got to go on a date, the three of us Aww, last night. So nice. Mike's idea. I was not thrilled. I'll be, I'll be honest. <laughs> I was like, way to mess up our night, buddy. But like it ended up, it was beautiful. It ended up being wonderful. Like we went to the, she picked the restaurant and we went to the North shore and we had to wait 45 minutes for our table. Wow. So we went and she's like, let's go. She's like, I miss city living. Yeah. And so she had us go where we got our photo shoots. So we went oh, down to the, to the water and we're taking pictures and stuff. And, um, she was just, I, she was like over the moon giddy. Mm. And I just haven't seen that carefree yeah. silliness in her. And so we were taking her picture and then she was like taking ours and she's like, okay, now kiss. And I was like, what? <laughs> and so, yeah, I mean, it was just, it was a really good time and it was really cool to be out with her and see who she's become. Like she's mm. just very assertive yeah. in terms of like knowing what she wants mm -hmm. to eat, knowing what to, you know, these sorts of things and just a good conversationalist. And, and I was telling Mike, she says things to me like, I can't believe I'm going to have a dad again. <gasps> oh my God. Yeah. She said it twice this weekend. Did she? She's like, I'm so happy to have a dad again. How does that make you feel? That was such a therapist question, but I genuinely mean it. It really makes me happy. Like, it really does. It doesn't Good. make me, like, sad for anyone. Mm -hmm. Because this is the reality mm -hmm. of our lives. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't have found or however the universe put us together, yeah. a better person to be that person. 
That makes me Especially so happy. Especially for her. He's just... I have to say... He I do, can relate. I he think. can relate and she kind of has him like wrapped around her finger mm -hmm. a little bit and it's mm -hmm. adorable. I love that. It's adorable and she says I love you to him. Wow. Mm -hmm. And then she'll catch herself. She'll be like, I mean, I hate you or something <laughs> like that, you know? Like really silly because she's just like, I just love him. I know. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, Lily is an amazing judge of character. Mm -hmm. She is. I've said this since she was two. She always was able to, like, sort through people. And it just solidifies my decision in life, you know, to, mm. to be with Mike. And, you know, we did talk about, like, we're here now. Mm -hmm. I could never imagine. Well, first of all, I have to say this. I will never stay with anyone because of children, first of all. Mm -hmm. Right. But second of all, I'm going to be really responsible with it. Like, uh -huh. if there was any sort of in inclination on either of our sides that this is not forever, then it needs to be done now. Right. Because those kids can't be through anymore. Right. The more that we talk, the more we work through things, the more we push through horribly hard four-hour conversations. <laughs> like, this is so much better it is. Yeah. And yeah. and on the other side is just a different relationship every time. And it's just, there's so much communication. And even when the communication's ugly, it doesn't get ugly in a sense of, like, name-calling. Mm -hmm. So you can always, like, not go to bed mad. Right. Which is so important. I don't agree with you, but I love you, and I'm not going to call you a name. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And then willingness to, like, reflect on that, research, think about it, whatever, and come back maybe with understanding a little bit more. And that's, like, Mike's amazing gifting right now. He might not have gotten it, but, like, right. he's willing to listen to it and, mm -hmm. like, really think it through. And he's not going to tell me right away, like, oh, I agree with you. I like that he goes back. Right. So it's legitimate. So I know we're going to do an episode on this, and I know I say that all the time. <laughs> but... Do you think that that's a product of you dating in your 40s, of being able to judge yeah. character better and then know and have the experience of co like communication? Yes, absolutely, because I know, and I was able to, not I don't want to say teach him, but I was able to expose him to the fact that, like, this is the sort of communication I know we need to have since uh -huh. I have had this many million years right. of experience. Like, I knew that communication was going to be our, our thing, and so... When we were able to push through some hard things and it worked out and it got through the other side, I was like, oh, well, anything can work. We don't line up on everything. Mm -hmm. You know, there are things that we both don't check each other's boxes from what we thought we wanted, whatever that is. Um, <laughs> but we are so willing to, like, meet each other. Mm -hmm. And it's never out of obligation. Yeah. That's a like great I want to do be. things differently just because I love him right. and he wants to do the same for me. And it turns out that we're becoming like more whole people, mm -hmm. which is really beautiful. It is so beautiful. And so I am very grateful. It still is. It's not like an easy road at all, though. So I realized that I can't, and I said this before, I'm not going to ever go an episode without talking about my hero, <laughs> Glennon right. Doyle. She's your hero. Um, She's your she-ro. She is. My, her, her quote from Untamed was, it'll be hard, but it'll finally be the right kind of hard. Oh, I love that. So it is hard because I think if you're going to have a passionate love, which yes. I can't do anything that doesn't give me butterflies. Mm -hmm. I just can't. That bores the shit out of me. I, and I'll I, leave you. You shouldn't do anything. 
a lot of people do because it's calmer, you know? Yeah. Um, but if I, I, if you're going to have that kind of love and then at the same time also be able to do life together. Right. It's going to fucking be hard. It is. Because whenever there's passion and things of that nature, that's hard. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, the right kind of hard though. Yeah. That's funny. The conversation that Randy and I had last night, we just, we had one of those nights where we, I was telling Amy earlier, like turned on music and literally did nothing like stared at the wall or the ceiling like we just laid in bed and listened to music and every once in a while we would talk for like a couple minutes about something and then we'd be silent and it was just we just needed that we needed to recharge and reset Mm -hmm. I cannot remember why he said this to me it could be a number of things knowing me (laughs) but it was something to the effect of you're hard Ooh, which coming from him and having the conversations that we have and the relationship that we have, like we have one of those two where we dig a little, you mm-hmm. know, un- mm-hmm. playfully. Mm-hmm. We know where the boundaries are because we've set them yeah. because there have been times where things have been said and we're like, mm, that was over the line, brother. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and same on my part too. He's yeah. like, don't say that ever again. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we know like where to draw the line. So he, he just, he's like, you're hard. And I was like, you knew that when you married me. <laughs> And he's like, he's like, I'm just kidding. You're not hard. And I was like, oh, I know that I am. I know that I am. I said, he goes, well, what the, does that make me? And I said, that makes you my calm. Yeah. I was like, I'm the storm. You're my calm. Yeah. And it's just, and, and it is the right kind of hard. Yeah. Because it's a hard that he wouldn't give up. Right. And it's a hard I wouldn't give but up. But also when you're brushing that storm against um, the calm, you're mm-hmm. both changing. Yes. And he's becoming more stormy and you're becoming more calm, which makes yes. a better, well-rounded human. Ugh. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's a beautiful like thing when you can make it work, which is mm-hmm. not often, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I think what it is is that people think this is hard. Yeah. So it's dip. not supposed to be hard. Yeah. And they dip. They're and like, love it. should not be hard. Well, that right. is a crock of shit. Oof. It's just, is your love worth yeah, the, the hard? hard. Mm-hmm. And that is really the question I think that you have to ask yourself. Yeah. And I, I, yeah, it's funny because once we did that whole thing where Lily said she loved him and called him, like not called him, but said, you know, I, I'm excited to have a dad again. Yeah. I said to him, I said in a text message, cause I wasn't ready to say it out loud. I said, you know, if this isn't like forever in your head, like we need to like have a conversation. Yeah. And of course, this has just been the way our relationship is. He's like, it's been forever in my head for a very long time. You're just catching up. <laughs> He's like, you're just catching yeah. up. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> probably one of the most persistent men in the world, like, just does not allow any pushback to be like, I'm going to not do this anymore. Yeah, like, you're like, no. He's like, okay, that's no for now. <laughs> We'll come back to it. We'll come back to it. I just think that, you know, after some time. Yeah, exactly. Totally. So um, it was a good weekend for me and the kids and Mike. Good. Yeah. So that's a lesson, everybody. Don't discard the hard. No. Just Give it a chance. Just, yeah, evaluate what type of hard you're, where, where that hard line stops. <laughs> right. You right. know. And, and you just, for me... In any relationship, friendship, or romantic relationship, I need to know you're willing to change. Not necessarily change for me, but willing to just, like, look at yourself Open and up. reflect mm-hmm. on some possible change that you might not be let, instead of being like, mm, nah, I'm perfect. Mm-hmm. Or it's not me, it's you. Mm-hmm. It's both of us, right, always. Right. I am totally not always in the right. No one is. 
Right. And so we, you know, you have to be able to be open to shifting your perspective if you want somebody else to shift theirs. Yeah. So, but Ooh, you know, if that only, was some deep talking. If only we could have started relationships at 42. Uh, <laughs> I know, right? With no, what we know. Listen, seriously, no regrets. No regrets. Every yeah. piece of my life, every step, every beautiful and horrible part of it has just been leading to this. You're so right. So, way to go, chapter two. Yeah. <laughs> Off the market, peeps. Woo! I love to hear you say that. It gives me the jazz. I just did jazz hands. <laughs> They're more like sparkles. 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 <laughs> Gold dust just like came out of her head. Oh, that would man. be awesome. Wouldn't that be? I kind of feel like we're the kind of special that should happen That, that should happen. Yes. We get one of those ideas and it's like. I know. Uh, two really quick other tidbits. Yeah. Just to catch everyone up is that I had my meeting with the book lady. That's what oh, I call her. Yes. <laughs> the book lady. Her editor. And I was, um, I haven't been nervous in a long time. Like the last time I was that nervous was probably at the booty, um, cert. <gasps> really? And I tell you what, anytime you're that nervous, good shit's coming. Yes. It's going to be horrible and you're going to cry and you're going to fail and, it's going to break your heart, but then like amazing things come after that. And that's what I could, that is how I felt when I was talking to her. I was like, Oh, this is going to be, and she even said to me, she's like, you're going to learn more about writing than you've ever known. Mm -hmm. And I said, I just can't handle that. Like the red pen, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) and, and you know, she's a red penner, but she was really amazing in the sense that she said to me, you know, understanding mental health in the way that she does is that she's like, my goal is to get your story out there the way you want it to be told. Mm -hmm. And you have to tell it in the right way for someone to actually want it. Mm -hmm. So very excited. And I turned my letter into the district. (gasps) Yes, you did it. (laughs) I did it. You are doing so many brave things. Yeah. That was all in one week. Oh my God. You're like me. It's like, and then I sleep for four. Shut that one down. Yeah. Okay. I need to rest. Knocking them out of the park. I need to rest. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I actually think I did it in the same day. I think I like sent the email and then got on the phone with her. Oh my gosh. Good for you. So it's done. Yeah. Bulk bravery. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) I mean, ride it out, people. Ride it out. Because, you know, I want to pull the covers up over my head for the next three days. Yeah. So yeah, you got to ride out that, that moment of bravery and that moment of energy for sure. Yeah. Well, you think that we're ready to jump in? Oh, yeah. I'm so excited for this. We haven't discussed. I'm very interested in this topic. Sarah has, this is not something we talked about very much, but she has become an expert, in my opinion, and certified. So that makes her an expert. Um, Don't be afraid. (laughs) So Sarah's going to talk to us about chakras, and my understanding of it is small, and maybe you've never even heard of it, but... I'm going to tell you all about it. She's going to tell us all about it. And I'm going to tell you the little bit that I know. And I'm probably going to ask her some questions since... Yeah, go for it. I have so many. Let's start off by telling you what the hell this shit is. (laughs) So um, chakras can be something that, you know, whenever I start to talk about them, either people perk up and they're like, oh, this is super cool. What are you talking about? Or they're like rolling their eyes and they're like, oh, here she goes on her hippie rants again. (laughs) So I always like don't to knock it till you it. try don't it. Don't knock it till you try it. That's what me... I tell everybody in class yeah. when I'm about to do the opening sequence. I'm like, Ugh. I know it's weird. Don't knock it till you try it. And when you do it, you feel so freaking free. Oh my god, it's awesome. 
And I can never explain why, so maybe I can explain why. You'll be able to explain why now. Yes. Kind of how I explain it is that chakras are the energy pools in your body. So if you think about little pools of water in a circle, if it's a stream, and and the stream comes to this little pool and it starts at the base of your spine, and then there's you know, a little pool, and then there's a stream that goes up. They come up to your uterus area, if you're a male, where your uterus would be if you were female. Um, And then there's another pool, and then a stream that comes up around your, right above your belly button, about two inches above. And another little pool is there, a stream that comes up to the heart, where another little, little pool comes. Another stream goes up to the throat, another little pool. The stream follows up right between your eyebrows, right above and between your eyebrows, and another pool is there, and then to the very crown of your head where there's a final pool there. So when there's pools and streams like that, and the river's running upward, it's already running against mm-hmm. gravity. Right. So it's already working really hard to have to move all the way up. And then if we add a blockage there, so somebody throws a big rock in the middle of the stream mm-hmm. between the one at the very bottom and the next one, well, the water can't flow, and then the rest of the pool's empty out or have stagnant water that's just sitting there and getting gross because there's no fresh water flowing to it. That is a really simple overview of what the chakra energy is like. Now, for those of you that are rolling your eyes and are like, okay, that's whatever. Yeah. Very, very woo woo, hippie, whatever you want to call it. If you think about your emotions, even Mm -hmm. like your emotions are a feeling and You can't quite put your finger on it sometimes. You can't identify it sometimes. It's something that's a feeling in your body and it affects your physical health. Yes. Same exact thing as the chakras. So the emotions are your feelings. The chakras are your energies. So if you're feeling, sometimes you're feeling super confident, that is your solar plexus chakra kicking in. So when you have these like energies that come through you, And if it's an intuitive energy and you're just, you know, get a bad feeling about something, Mm -hmm. you're like, I'm just not going to do that. That's your third eye chakra energy Mm -hmm. coming through. So it's your energies whenever you get those feelings of certain things. Um, So don't quite put it back there, you know, as something that's... Let's let's keep an open mind. Keep an open mind. There's a quote, Swami Vivekananda, and it is, you have to grow from the inside out. None can teach you. None can make you spiritual. There's no other teacher but your own soul. So if you're willing to learn, this is a really great place to do so. That's, we're going to envision that, that pool, those pools in the stream. And if you take a straight line from the base of your spine, um, if you come to the bottom of your tailbone Mm -hmm. and then you pretend you have like a a single rod going all the way straight up to the crown of your head, Mm -hmm. that's your, we have what we call the nadis, N-A-D-I. And so that middle one is your Shashumna Nadi. We're going to get into some, yes, we're going to get into some, um, we're going to get into some Sanskrit language. So some of it's hard to say, but that's the Shashumna Nadi. And when we wrap around it, so if you start on the left side of your nostril, and if you were to close off your right nostril and take a breath in your left nostril, that's activating your feminine Nadi, which is called Mm. the Ida, I-D-A. So when you breathe in that way, imagine that that, energy is spiraling around that metal rod right and going all the way to the base of your spine now if you do the opposite and close off your left no- nostril and breathe through the right that's the masculine energy and that's called the pingali easy to remember because if you know peeny, <laughs> penis pingali <laughs> um so that comes and swirls the opposite way so when you're looking at it, it kind of looks like dna but without yes. the connectors that yes. go straight across so that middle that shishumna 
that is where I think if you take yoga, you've heard of Kundalini mm-hmm. and awakening your Kundalini spirit. Right. And your Kundalini is your feminine energy. It's your fire. Okay. So even if you're a male, yes, you can awake your Kundalini. Very important to realize yes. that. So when Kundalini is awakened, it basically shoots up the center. So I like to think of it this way too. Like if you think about Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, and remember that one kid gets stuck in the, yes. he falls into the river and he gets sucked up into yes. the tube. Mm-hmm. And Willy Wonka says, just wait for it. The pressure's building, the pressure builds, mm-hmm. the pressure builds. So this is what happens when you're trying to awaken mm-hmm. Kundalini. And then it just shoots up. So she shoots up through and you get this rush of giddiness or crying or emotion of some sort that you can't kind of, you're like, where the hell is that coming from? And this happens a lot in booty. At the end of class. Yes. Always. So, and you know what will happen sometimes though too is when I'm even like spiraling in booty, Mm -hmm. which I think is helping activate the Kundalini, I get giggly. Yep. And it's, or, or. Teary. Teary. Super Mm -hmm. teary. So when you say that the fire comes up, right? So Mm -hmm. is this when there's, when the chakras are able to be opened all the way through and flow out? Yep. So we're saying once we open the blockages mm-hmm. and it can sh- it can come all the way through. Yeah. Okay. So she also, Kundalini can also, if there's like a little bit more blockages or mm-hmm. there are blockages, she can push, push through. through okay. and clear those blockages. And okay. so that's why sometimes we have these experiences in yoga classes yes. or meditation sessions where Kundalini awakens, shoots through. I have through. to tell you though, I never have, I've been taking yoga since I was... I don't know, 18. Mm-hmm. I've never had it before booty yoga. So there must be yeah. something we do that mm-hmm. activates the chakras in such a way more so than even the sequence that we do. We absolutely do. Yeah. Because All that, 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 that Yeah. I talk a lot about when I, on my booty yoga page, let's move some energy. Let's get the stuck energy out. Or when I'm teaching in class, when we push, I say, just try to like move it. Like the mm-hmm. stuckness, like I can feel it sometimes in my hips. Like yeah. it can be even be other places other than just your chakras, but like you need to do something mm-hmm. to move that shit out of there yep. and get things flowing again. Yeah. And so, you know, that's, that's what we're talking about when we say move the energy, at least now it makes a little bit more sense to me as to why it works. Yeah. Absolutely. And yeah. I think a lot of the abdominal movement that we do, the lot yes. of spiraling movement that we do, and the I think it's even more so the intention. The intention, for sure, mm-hmm. is to shake it out. And when mm-hmm. I say shake it out, I mean get it Li- out. Literally, like, yeah. Ground it back into the ground. Like, mm-hmm. move it out of you. Yeah. Yeah. Such a powerful practice. It is. Oh, God, I love it. And I think maybe that's why my PMDD is so bad right now is because I haven't bootied. I did once with you three yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. I need to get, I need to do it more often. It helps us break through all of that. So think of it this way too. You know how we believe when scientists say that stress gets stuck in your body and causes Mm -hmm. physical problems. Like literally people can have heart attacks from stress. People can have Bell's palsy from stress. They can get an aneurysm. They can cause so many things, shingles. Like so many things are stress related that are real that and serious me, physical issues. And that makes me so nervous. It does, because our stress is so My high. My stress is so high. Mm-hmm. Which is why I make sure to make that practice happen. Otherwise, right. I'd probably explode. Yeah. You oh would be God. ill. You would be would physically be, ill. Yeah, more so than yeah, right, it already makes Than you me. already are. Mm-hmm. So 
when you think about we go through breakups, we go through trauma, we go through death of loved mm-hmm. ones, we go through abrupt moves, even things like that, or abrupt yeah. job changes, yeah. something that really just like shakes up your life. And all of those things get trapped and stored in our energetic body, in our bodies, period, our physical bodies. Right, all the traumas are there. Mm-hmm. That's right. And in our physical, our physical bodies and the energetic tissues of your bodies as well. So we have to move it out. Like Amy was saying, we have to like shake it out. We have to release them. We have to resolve them. And knowing more about your chakras is going to help you do that. And every chakra is attached to physical aspects of your body. Right. So if you are blocked in one area, you could be causing physical ailments to another. So it's just, it, this is my, that's my spiel on why you should pay attention to the chakras. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you're not into any woo-woo stuff, this is so sciency. Like this is so, it, it's not like that. It's actual physical yeah, stuff. It is. I mean, if you believe in science, you believe in alchemy, and I, that you know that's how lead turns to gold. Mm-hmm. It's the pressure it's put under, and there is an alchemy of the chakras in the work of your the spirit inside of you. And alchemy actually came from that word and that that definition and the scientific explanation of it actually came from this a spirit matter from a spirit perspective hmm. from your energies and then in the 18th century it was changed and the spiritual part of it was removed oh interesting uh-huh and so then it's that completely changed the outlook of it and how sure. it, was, it was presented for the rest of the world so now i'm going to talk to you about like what each one is because like i said they're all tied to a body part and we start at the base of the spine at your tailbone and the sanskrit word for it is the muladhara chakra and it's your root chakra and it means, muladhara means root support. So there's different colors and um, things associated with each, with each of the chakras. And I'll kind of tell you what that means to me and what it means to other people. And you can find your in-between or mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever you want to take from it. But the physical location is at the base of the torso. It's the, at the tailbone. So the physical aspects that are tied to that are your legs and your feet. Mm-hmm. And also base of the spine. Right. So is it like your grounding? It is. It's okay. your grounding. So when you don't, when this chakra is blocked, though, it can affect your feet and your legs mm. and your gonads, you know, too. So like those, all that health is attached to your root chakra. So if there's a blockage there, it can cause physical ailments with those parts of your body. So if you're experiencing swelling or foot pain or yeah. leg pain, knees, hips, um, if you have prostate issues as yeah. a man, if you have any glandular issues in the upper thigh area mm-hmm. and everything, that's your root chakra. So the color associated with that is red and, um, it goes through the rainbow going from the bottom up, starting with red at the base and the energetic associations with this. So like what it means to you would be your safety and your survival. So it's like your basic core needs in life. If you have money issues, if you have food issues, Mm -hmm. if you have trouble feeling grounded, if you don't feel like you have your basic needs as a human met, then something's up in your root chakra. Yeah. And we need to shake it loose. Um, So it can cause emotional ailments too. So when your root chakra is blocked, um, you're gonna feel insecure. You're not going to feel like you can grow at all as a person. Yeah. Because you're just surviving. You're in survival mode. You're just survivor mode. mode. That's exactly what that is. So a lot of times after trauma, Mm -hmm. after grief situations, Mm -hmm. you and I have both been in fight or flight. Oh, yeah. For sure. And just stuck. Just like like the cycle. Is everybody still alive? Okay, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Yep. There was no 
growth of any sort. No. Which is why the growth is happening no. now for myself because mm -hmm. I'm out of that. Yeah. That survival mode. Yeah, the survival mode. Because you can't do anything else in survival no. mode except survive. Yeah, because that's all you have. That's all the energy yeah. you have is to survive. And it is a, it is there for a reason, so it is helpful in some times of your life. Sure, it's just that if you're stuck there for too long or forever, right. then mm -hmm. that is not the life that you were meant to ever lead. Yeah. Like, if we didn't have that after grief... Yes. Then you would probably, like, I would probably never shower and never eat. Never feed yourself exactly. And I probably would never take care of my children. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, those were the things that took my effort. I remember thinking, like, okay, showering. Showering. Mm -hmm. Or, like, I'm going I to... I have to feed my kids. Did they eat today? Right. Did I eat today? Mm -hmm. That's all it was. Yep. Plain and simple. That's all you I don't do. even think I paid the bills. So I wasn't even to that point. I couldn't yeah. even do that yeah. part. I, I just... I was just, deal. like, basically just, like, food... Shelter. Yeah. yeah. So if you, the, the imbalances would be worry over basic need, needs like food and money and shelter. Mm -hmm. um, you feel disconnected from yourself. Yes. And you feel disconnected from others. And then you just don't feel secure. You have like no yep. sense of security whatsoever. You feel like the bottom's just going to drop out from you at any time. Yes. This is a root chakra problem. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, there are so many things that you can do to help move this one. And of course, I'm going to tell you about yoga because... <laughs> that's my background and that's Amy's background and we believe in movement of the body to get things going. Also because personally my experience has shown in my own life and this is why I do it and why I lead people is because it's the only thing that's ever actually moved it for me. Yeah. Like right. I do use different essential oils which mm -hmm. I will say do work but not in the way of really fucking moving it. Yeah. Like it's physical. Like it you is. move it, you it know, is. and believing that you're moving it. Right. It is a physical thing and it is a mindset thing. Mm -hmm. You put those two things together and you can make it happen. Yeah. Um, you have to have the intention there. So there are stand any standing pose is going to be good for rooting because you want to feel your feet right. on the ground. If you can go outside and stick your feet in the freaking dirt, mm -hmm. do it. Mm -hmm. because that's going to help you. That's even simple enough. You don't even have to do yoga. Take your shoes and your socks off. Just ground yourself. Yeah. Put your toes and feel your t each toe. Yes. Yes. Be like, there's my pinky toe in the dirt. Mm -hmm. There's my, you know, whatever you want to call that And just believe one. that the earth is supporting you. Your ring toe. <laughs> ring you said yeah. ring tone, and I was like, ring tone? What the fuck? How like, do we what is skip? this, 2002? What is happening? <laughs> Remember when you could make a song for your ring tone? a song with... Well, okay. You had to pay a little extra to Verizon. What's the one you remember most? Oh, shit. I'm, I feel like put my on spot. I don't uh -huh. know. Uh-huh. I don't know. You you had to have a song ringtone. No, because you had to pay extra and I'm cheap. Oh, dear God. I paid extra. Do you I know, know what, you did. You know what mine was? What? It was some random person singing, Sarah, 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 no. hey, Sarah, pick up your phone. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I swear. You're so eccentric. I love it. <laughs> I say this in the most positive way, not like the last time someone said that to you. Like, are you kidding? That's so obnoxious. Because I can actually say to you, thank you. Because I do mean it. Because you mean it. Because, like, that is the most obnoxious reading tone. Could it's you imagine so being in a meeting or something? Sarah. Sarah. Yeah, you don't even have to be like, who the fuck's phone is that? <laughs> Like Sarah, busted. Seriously, be like it's not me. It's oh not mine. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that's so funny. Wow. Way off track. Way. 
random story, I was at a party with Randy, didn't know anybody there, first time meeting everyone, so I introduced myself as Regina Falange, which is what Phoebe used to tell people was her name and friends. And, <laughs> and then your phone and then my phone your cover. <laughs> like, who's Sarah? And I was like, oh, that's just my nickname. <laughs> Two ringtones. <laughs> oh my god! Wow! Whew. Wow! Anyway, anyway. <laughs> so, what you want to do with that root chakra? Get your feet in the ground in the earth. Don't laugh at me, but go hug a fucking tree. Just do it. <laughs> There's nothing like the feeling of wrapping your arms around a tree. Amy's giving me the eyes. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like you just say? I gave her the eyes of we're gonna lose all of our yeah. listeners. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I am not hugging a tree. Just do it. Do it if you want to, but I'm telling you I'm not doing it. Do it. Try it. There's fucking bugs on trees. Amy's first. Come on. (laughs) Hug a tree. Hug a tree. Hug a tree. (laughs) Oh, God. Because here's what I see. I see myself hugging it, and then, like, the fire ants Like a fire ant. (laughs) And then I'm like, fuck you, Sarah. Like, listen, I got an Amy's first for you. I got bitten by a hundred fire ants while hugging a tree. (laughs) So my root chakra now is traumatized. I have no safety. None. None. <laughs> it went off with the ants. <laughs> so that's how I envision hugging a tree. <laughs> hug one, don't hug one. Whatever. <laughs> Let us know if you get bitten by fire ants. Now I have to do it. Now you do. You oh. just do. <laughs> okay, so I think it's really cool that um, the sense that this affects is your sense of smell. Because when you think about it, like when you smell something, it instantly takes you back to a memory. There is like a direct correlation, a direct tie to a sense of smell. What is that saying about the Rona? Uh, wow. It totally affects your sense of safety and security. It does. You're right. Wow. Ooh. <laughs> Gold glitter is shooting out of my head right now as my head explodes. Amy made a connection. <laughs> God, I love you. Uh, so standing poses, sitting poses. So Sukhasana, which is like crisscross applesauce. Um, so anybody can sit in that, hopefully. Um, and uh, there's another practice that we're not going to go into, but Mula Banda, there's um, lots of good stuff. We'll talk that. about that later yeah. when we talk in depth about booty. About, about, about booty, yes. So that's your root chakra. So you can do any of those simple things, just grounding yourself. Um, Another way to do it is to, if you believe it, and this is all a mindset thing to me. So other people believe that truly if they ingest like root I swear to God, as soon as you said that, I thought you told me to drink truly. And I was like, yes. Yes. (laughs) I was like, I can do this. I can get on board. I've got my root chakra on lock. I was like, I like White Claw better, but I can drink truly if it helps my personally that anything that you associate with like an essential oil or um crystals or ingesting certain foods is more of like a mindset like you just remembering and just reinforcing that Mm. thought in your head than anything there are people that believe that the actual crystal is going to give you the energy that you need and that the food food that you ingest like root vegetables you know like beets and things like that carrots 
what bears beats <laughs> Battlestar Galactica, <laughs> which is one of our most favorite uh, mm-hmm. ratings and reviews. You should check it out. Oh my god, so great! Dwight actually came and, and made a review on our page. <laughs> We're not kidding. Go look. DK Shroot. <laughs> Seriously, find it on Apple podcasts mm-hmm, mm-hmm. check out the reviews and while you're there i mean just make one just leave one do it so much <laughs> we're going on the road in 2022 oh my god i can't fucking wait it's gonna be so amazing and you know make a rating review you might get a free ticket oh <gasps> boom, boom. <laughs> um so yeah i think of it as every time you eat that root vegetable you're like okay i'm just reinforcing these thoughts of i am safe i am secure I have the things that I need and just giving yourself those affirmations because those are going to help you too. Affirmations are so important. And I mean that like for everything because it genuinely is a thing. My sister has said to me since I was a little kid, a thought becomes a thing. And it's so true Mm -hmm. because your thoughts become like, if you consistently think about those thoughts and they're in your head, they take up a lot of space. Mm -hmm. So when they're taking up a lot of space, you start to focus more on those types of things. And when you're focusing more on those things, then you start to move in the right direction of making them happen. Mm -hmm. And then when you start moving in that direction, you're doing more actions. And then that action takes you to actually doing the thing that you've wanted to do. So your thought becomes a a thing, literally. So if you're going to sit around and be like, I'm fat, I'm stupid, I'm ugly, then your thought's going to become a thing. And, but if you say like, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, repair this root chakra. I'm going to tell myself that I am safe. I'm supported. I'm guided. I'm grounded. I have strength. I feel financially secure. Even if you don't, it like, comes, a, comes telling you. a thought becomes a thing. You eventually start to make changes because without even knowing it subconsciously. subconsciously. Whoa. Whoa. That was, just, that was a Joey thing. Lawrence. Whoa. Whoa. That was a thing we just did. <laughs> so, yes, I highly believe in in affirmations. Um, just look up root vegetables. They'll show you some. It's it's like carish, carrots and squash and radishes or um, onions, things like that. And ginger. God, I love ginger. Oh, like you don't straight. like ginger? I mean, like... Oh, no, not straight ginger. Like, no, I like no, no, ginger no. on my sushi. Yeah, I like ginger in... I want sushi right now. Oh. And the roll sounds so good. It does, but I can't eat it anymore. Oh. Stupid gluten. So the next one is your sacral chakra, and that's <clears throat> where I said, like, a few inches below your belly button. It's the Svadasthasana chakra. Those are really hard to say. Svadasthasana chakra. It means her favorite standing place. So the, and that is your sacral chakra. The physical location um, is where your sexual organs are, your sacrum, your pelvis, your lower belly. And that affects your sexual relationships, your creativity, your procreativity, and your emotions. And it also affects your passion, not just sexual passion, but also your passion for life. Absolutely. So the color associated with it is orange. Um, the sense associated with it is taste, which I think, you know, like we're very passionate about wines and foods mm-hmm, and things mm-hmm. like that that we can taste. So I think that that makes a lot of sense. Yoga poses that you want to do to try to open your um, sacral chakra would be seated forward bends and anything that's a hip opener. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, when you're doing your hip openers and you, if you focus on that sh- sacral mm-hmm. chakra, you're going to get some good results from that. So every single time I've had anything done in this world, this is the chakra that's always been most out of whack. Really? Yeah. 
Huh. Yeah. And I and I would not disagree with it because I have repaired or am beginning to repair everything in that. Mm-hmm. And it's like a whole like this whole new world in my life. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so in all things of your sacral chakra, right? Otherwise, why how would I be writing a book or doing you this wouldn't. podcast? Mm-hmm. You know, healing in a sexual relationship. Right. Like, all of these things are happening because every time I went to someone, they were like, mm. and I didn't want it to be that. I was like, come on. It's a different one. I was like, I'm fine in this area. But, you know, I wasn't producing anything. I wasn't wanting to do anything. Um, and I was very repressed in all yeah. of that. All passion. Right. And anything, not just sexual, but, like, all of it. And I think that because that got, I don't know how I healed it. I mean... I will say, though, that I saw some passion open up big time with booty. It started there. Yeah. But then, you know, what happened was the trauma of Scott's right. death. Mm-hmm. And so it halted it. Mm-hmm. And then it was just like, yeah. So, yes, it did. But that's that's something that's going to need to be healed in all, you know, all right, right, right. Chakras. But you can't possibly grow when you're, he- when no, you're like, in not that, in that so. fight or flight mm-hmm. state. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's no growth happening. Um, so the energetic associations are your sexuality your weight, your creativity, your pleasure, and your enjoyment. So this is a lot of problems for both of us with Mm -hmm. worthiness, where we don't feel like we're worthy of pleasure. Right. Or we're worthy of um, enjoyment or or even creativity, like the time to be creative, because that time, we don't just, we don't quote, deserve that time. Exactly. That's, I think that's a big parent thing. Mm Mm-hmm. A lot of times. So when you when Women. you're in balance, you feel optimally creative. You feel um, like you can fully enjoy things. You can fully enjoy life, and you feel like a healthy sexual relationship. And that's another thing too that, I mean, I struggle with in the sacral chakra because of past sexual traumas and right. just because of being a fucking woman, like we've talked yeah. about. So that's probably a lot of. Well, that was for a huge. That was a huge part of it. Yeah. Definitely. And I'm not saying it's healed. I'm just saying that no, yeah. it's in a completely different spot. Which is good. It's moving. Yeah. It's moving. It's moving. When it's imbalanced, you have sexual dysfunction, low self-esteem, low, uh, lack of creativity, loss of joy. You have dysfunction in relationships, and you have a lack of motivation. So this is, like, bad. <laughs> it is bad. It's bad because you're not happy. Right. And I hate the word happy because it's, like, so, you know, whatever, but... Joy, I guess. You're mm-hmm. just joyless. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we talk about the movie Soul a lot. Yeah. And when I took Vian for his card reading, she had said, you know, in the movie Soul, they're in a place where there's, like, no taste and no smell and no senses and no happiness and no sadness. It's just a place to be. And then you come to Earth and you have to experience the pain to feel the happiness. So the physical ailments you can get by having a whacked out sacral chakra is um, dysfunctional reproductive organs. So that can include having painful PMS symptoms if you're a woman. It can include having any sexual dysfunction or as a woman or a man or... Fertility? Fertility. Yes. 100% fertility. I never had that problem. I just basically thought baby and it became a baby. Right. (laughs) I say yes. that jokingly. I know there's many people out there that struggle, and so I'm not making light mm, of it. I'm just no. saying that. No, I'm not anymore for me either. Physically, though, I just got it cut out. <laughs> me too, though. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you had yours burned out. I got oh. burned out, and then I got the tubes tied, too. Whatever that means. I know. I think I'm it's more sure. burning. 
Is it more burning? I honestly think it's all burning. Cauterizing, I think. Cauterizing. Yeah. We just no. burned the shit out of Amy's insides. Yikes. So she doesn't have to procreate like, anymore. Cauterizing <laughs> on the inside of your body should not be a thing. <laughs> Here's the best part. She gave me the pictures, the before and oh, after pictures. Why? <laughs> to show me how beautiful everything was and then to show me it black. I was like, what yeah. the f-? She's like, I did my job. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, the women's body. The woman's body is so fucking weird. <sighs> so weird. And complex and confusing. Because it is. It just is. And we experience it all day, every day. And sometimes it just. And there's so many things we don't even like. Share with anyone because we're like, mm-hmm. what the actual fuck is <laughs> happening right now? <laughs> Google, help me. Having a daughter has brought a lot of that to light there where she's like, mommy, is this normal? And I'm like, actually, honey, it is. <laughs> I know. Speaking of, guess who became a lady? <gasps> I know. No. She doesn't listen to the podcast, so it's okay. Okay. <gasps> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Was she excited, right. happy, scared? What? She was very grounded. Really? She feel, I, I do, guess I shouldn't be surprised. Because I think TikTok taught her everything she needed to know. Get the fuck out of here. That's, I swear to God. I've heard that. I, I swear to God. You know who I heard that from? Who? Lily. <laughs> Seriously. She was like, I was like, wait, you got it before school? Put on a pad and, per- and continued on your way to the bus stop? She's amazing. She's like, yeah, mom. It's cool. I got it under control. And she's like, you know, and she's like, I just really don't want this to be a thing. <laughs> and don't tell Mike. Well, of course I told Mike. And he's like, let's have a period party. Oh, my God. I would so do that. <laughs> I would love it, too. But she was, yeah, she wouldn't be into that. But I'm going to make her a cupcake. She's been in, she's been so chill. And honestly, I think it's been, like, good because it's, like, she's been, her hormones and her cramping and all of these things. And now it's just, like, a release. Ah. So she's actually so much better right now. Okay. Um, but at the same time, I don't know how I feel about it. I'm like, I knew it was coming. I right. mean, you know, but whoo, shit. Yeah, I was 11. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So it's crazy. Yeah. Total quick side note. Yeah. So she's teaching me how to use Snapchat again because I only nice. you only use it when you're in the dating world. Oh, okay. Wink, wink. Uh huh. Anyways. So I said, well, I don't understand this. Like, I seriously didn't understand it. And so yeah. I said something to Mike. I was like, we're sitting at dinner. And I said, oh, this is like where you can put the naked pictures up and then they just go away. <laughs> she looks at me and she goes, what the actual fuck, mom? You're the one that told me not to do that. She's like, do not put your naked pictures on Snapchat. <laughs> and I was like, I was just testing you. <laughs> You look at Mike, you're like, wank, wank. <laughs> Open your Snapchat, babe. Uh, no, just text. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but I, love it. I thought it was great how she was like, her face was like mortified. Like, mother, mother. You're the one that lectured me on Snapchat. All right, totally off topic. Oh, no, but neither. Well, that was all love sacral, it. though. Yes, it is all sacral yeah. chakra. So when she's feeling shitty and she's getting those cramps and stuff. Yeah. Hip openers. Have yep. to do all the hip openers. Yeah, so it um if you have hip pains or injury too, it can affect there. So there's some affirmations that'll make you feel better. I am radiant and beautiful, but that kind of makes me want to barf on myself. <laughs> Not gonna lie. <laughs> um, I like more of the ones that are like, I can express myself creatively. I like that. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I can express myself creatively like everywhere, anywhere, yeah. in all aspects of my life. Uh, my relationship with myself and others are thriving. I love and honor my body, which, mm, 
I'm, you know, I'm putting that up somewhere. I didn't get into that on the podcast last time, and I really wanted to, and I just kind of forgot, which is telling in itself, but how my relationship has changed with my body and how I've tried to really express love and say, like, thank you. <laughs> Seriously, I think you did a little bit, how you mm-hmm. think it now. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, we've both been through so much. I think that's the definitely the place to go is, like, thank you. Thank you. Right. Even having a period. Thank you. Thank you for, like, getting my body through that. Right. Without right. being homicidal huh. this time. <laughs> oh, she just made the face Murder. like... <laughs> On our next podcast, I will talk about sex. She's like, I'm questioning every every time even more if I should we be in a closet still with this, in this woman. Closet. <laughs> but look, you have the the advantage of getting I out. I do, I can get out. I'm blocked in, you're mm-hmm. not. Yeah, I can shove the desk up against, <laughs> up against you. Me. I've thought about this. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> oh my god, get the hell out of here. <laughs> I could never. <laughs> I'm teasing. <laughs> it just came to me that I could like shove it right into your boobs. Like I have run. a plan. <laughs> Joke's on like, you, little lady. I can't like, feel my boobs anymore. <laughs> I'll be like, Randall! <laughs> She's out of control! He'll be like, oh, again? <laughs> <laughs> Unleash the dogs! Oh, my God. Housley's <laughs> gonna get you. Oh, dear Jesus, sweet Jesus, help us. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so, I know I said hip openers, but in case you don't know what those are, a couple of them are goddess, which I love. Um, and a hate. It's a it's a love hate relationship because my quads get mad at me. Real mad. Um, pigeon, I love. I've always loved. I think I'm just real open in that area. Yeah. Triangle, and then wide leg forward fold. So you just do your regular forward fold, but just take your legs a little wider than like second position in ballet. If you know what that is, dear God, here I go with my ballet. <laughs> <laughs> So the next one up is the Manapura chakra, and that is your solar plexus. This chakra and I, yes, we fight a lot. Mm. (laughs) This one's my sacral and solar plexus are my real tough ones. The color associated is yellow, and it is located where your ribs join in like mid-spine. So the focus here is your ego and your self-identity, your power, or the opposite, your shyness, your... Mm -hmm. um, lack of power, your your helplessness feeling. The sense uh, associated is sight. And the poses that you would want to do, the asanas, are going to be any twisting pose because that's sort of like yeah. wringing out that sacral chakra and mm-hmm. getting it moving. Or if you're sitting even in easy seated position or lotus, you can twist around with the opposite hand to the opposite knee. And it feels so divine. So divine. <laughs> and then spiral out to the left. Oh, yes. <laughs> So when we're spiraling to the left, that's our feminine energy. So you're doing two things at once. Yeah, absolutely. Getting it all moving. Yep. Your energetic associations are going to be your self-esteem, your self-worth, your power, your confidence. So if you have issues in this area, then your solar plexus is definitely blocked and feeling a little unloved. Um, When we're balanced, we feel confident, we feel driven, we feel strong, we feel passionate, we feel like we can achieve our goals instead Mm -hmm. of the opposite. So you would lack self-confidence, would have a negative self-image, which such a struggle every day. Yeah. A lack of willpower, or if it's too open, or if it's, you know, there's like too much going on in the solar plexus, you can be egotistical, you can um, Mm. be overly competitive, arrogant, that sort of thing can be going on. 
So the physical things that can attach to is your digestion. So your digestion can be weak or poor. You can have ulcers. It's associated with eating disorders. It's associated with over or underweight, liver issues, adrenal dysfunctions, and Jeez, diabetes. Oh man. Mm-hmm. So many physical things that can be caused by the solar plexus. And it's just sad. It's um, a lot. It is. It's a lot. So the affirmations that you can try are, I'm confident and powerful. I'm successful in all that I do. I act with courage and confidence. I really like that. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm focused and productive. I like that too because I'm not focused right. and so productive. Just say it. So I just have to tell myself that I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you can eat yellow foods. This is kind of the thing. And again, for me, it's like a, a association thing. The thought becomes a thing. So I think, okay, I'm eating lemons and yellow squash. Yeah. Um, things like that. And then you'll feel that association and remind yourself to say those affirmations and feel your power. And then you also want to be be sure to be taking some kind of probiotic, which you should be doing for your physical health anyways. That's also going to help. So any like yogurt, kimchi, kombucha, sauerkraut, and then putting turmeric, ginger, and cumin on things. Poses for this are going to be your warriors. So the whole warrior season. Or series. (laughs) The warrior series. (laughs) One, two, three. Dolphin pose, which is, it is Mm. like downward dog, but it's on your forearms. I know. And you know what? I forget about it. How is it a, it's a deep stretch. I forget about that. That's where your forearms are down. Yes. So it's downward dog with your forearms forearms down. down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's that hamstring stretch that it opens up. And then when you think about it, you really have to pull back in your solar plexus area to be able to hold that pose in your core. So it's like really getting that hot and working plank there are some other ones that go across the board too like goddess and chair is also another root one too but basically you should just take yoga with me yoga (laughs) yes all right so the next one is the biggie i think everyone struggles a little bit with and that's the heart chakra and it is the anahata is the sanskrit word for that and that means literally means unstruck Hmm. which this is so I'm gonna take a little bit more time on the heart and then not as much time on the rest because I don't want to take up too much time but you can pause and come back to but the heart is when it says unstruck so it's literally the only instrument that doesn't need to be struck to make a sound hmm. so it makes that beat and it yeah. has its rhythm all on its own without being struck hmm. so I think that's just very telling of the heart yeah and our emotions. Obviously, the physical location is in your heart. It's in your upper back, and it affects your shoulders, arms, and hands. Also affects heart health as well, and can affect asthma, bronchitis, like a lot of breathing and lung issues it'll be caused for, because it's right there. Mm-hmm. Um, pneumonia, tightness in the chest, any shoulder injuries or issues, that is also coming from the heart chakra as well. So I just feel like it's it's relevant to just bring up again really quick that we do hold these things in our body we hold these yep. stresses and so that's when you have all those aches and pains and mm-hmm. things like that just trying to to loosen all of that up and shake it off is definitely helpful so the heart is associated with the sense of touch which makes a lot of sense too because of the intimacy behind mm-hmm. touch and the heart and then the color is green which is my favorite color by the way What's your favorite color, actually? I know that's a really random question, but I don't think I've ever asked you that. No, you haven't. And Avery never lets me forget. Black. I'm not surprised. And In fact, that's I knew you were going to say black. Yeah. (laughs) Which is our colors, which... Yeah, black and pink. I didn't make it happen or anything like that. I don't know. (laughs) 
<laughs> you know what though? Yeah. I I actually did though. I chose those. Colors I know you did. I, yeah. I love yeah. it so much. I'm so glad. Um, but green was something that came up in my second reading. Really? She medium could, reading or yes, reading. my medium okay. reading. She could not figure it out. Huh. Why Scott was showing her green, a green stone, a green stone, a green stone. She thought it might have been like somebody's birthday. You know, wasn't. And she's like, oh my gosh, she's like, are you into the chakras at all? She's like, I think he's talking about your heart chakra. Wow. Right? That's insane. I know. So it was kind of wild. That is to wild. To connect that. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm definitely into the chakras. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah. She's like, well, that's it. She's like, I think that's what it is. But oh it was gosh. interesting. That yeah. is so interesting. Ugh, when you look at things from a different perspective like that, it's yeah. just super cool to see how it like all shakes yeah. out. The element for the heart chakra is air, which for me, I feel like air is such a pure life force, yeah. you know, and it, the breeze and things are so healing and connecting. And it's something that you feel without being able to see mm-hmm. the wind and the breeze. And I feel like the heart is the same. Like you can feel it, yeah, but you can't see that love. I mean, you know, physically. Right. <laughs> uh, the energetic associations are going to be love, of course, giving joy, compassion, gratitude, empathy, and relationships. So if we struggle there, then we've probably got some blockages in the heart. If you are feeling overly abundant in any of these areas, um, some people might say that you can't have too open of a heart chakra, but you absolutely can because you can fall victim to Mm -hmm. other people's taking advantage of that love, that empathy, that compassion, that gratitude, especially just be aware there are some energy vampires out there, we like to call them. We will talk about that next week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so when I do it in yoga, I say love of self and love of others. That's exactly it. Yeah. And to remember that we can only love others as much as we love yes. ourselves. Mm-hmm. Which is so sobering, I think, a lot of times. Yeah. Because I think, like, how much I adore my husband and my kids and you and, like, you know, all of that love yeah. in my life. Yeah. And then I think about (laughs) (laughs) the way you love yourself. I love myself, and I'm like, "Oh fuck!" You're like, "God, I am not loving them at all." I know. It's like, "Oh, (laughs) yuck!" They're probably like, "Yeah, great, thanks, Sarah. Thanks for the love. Your your love's great." So the poses that you want to do in yoga for this are to do any kind of like back bends or arm balances, which for me are so hard. I can't do arm balances. I can't do it. And my um, arms are so much stronger. It's not that. It's your. It's the core balance. It's mm. the the physical balance, and it's your chakra and emotional balance too. I'm sure. Because it's hard to do any balancing poses when you feel out of balance in life. Well, there's a fear of kicking it up. Yeah. And that's, for me, that's all it is. I don't know if someone held me up if I'd be able to do it. Maybe. But, like, that whole, like, let go of the left toe, too. Yep. I'm like, no. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, thank you. Looking Not doing right that. Here. I just got my little stable toe. <laughs> <laughs> I do love me a camel pose, though. Yes, you have a fantastic camel pose. And your chest is real open. And I feel it different. This is what I tell my people. I don't want to call them students, but the people who take my class. Yeah. It's different every week. Oh, there yeah. are moments, there are weeks that I can only do half. Whoa. Yes. And then like this last week, I was like, holy crap, I'm so open. I could go all the way back. Yeah. But, you know, you it really depends on where your heart is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
it's it's unreal because it has to do with like you said your shoulders Mm -hmm. and so when it's like that's tight that's your heart as well and so you just you cannot get there right you can't reach you can't open it up and Uh -uh. and if you try if you actually push yourself to do it this is what i tell everyone don't because you're gonna hurt yourself you're gonna hurt yourself your body is saying no Mm -hmm. like you got to work some other shit yeah before we can do that right (laughs) so yeah so you know it's it's different all the time like it's this isn't like and i think this is what i think people need to know is it's not a continuum like it's not like um a a goal to get to right 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 Uh, am I right in saying that? You are so right in saying that. That you're going to, like, for the rest of your life, come in and out of yeah. these blockages. Absolutely, yes. You're never going to be completely sure. unblocked and free. I don't even think monks who do this is their lively. Or you that know, you'll, even if you are, you're not going to stay there. Right. Because life happens mm-hmm. and trauma happens. Mm-hmm. and You have to rework through it You have it to all. rework through it. It's just constant. Yeah. Yeah. Whew, I know. The work never ends, does it? <laughs> but it's the good stuff. It is the worth good it. stuff. It is so worth it. And I feel like sometimes, even though you've been through something before, too, and then it comes around again. Yes. And, you know, in Vian's card reading, Faith had brought up, she's like, those things are going to come around again until you learn from them. Yep. <laughs> yep. So just try to learn from <laughs> try to catch that lesson. Yes. Try to but catch I'm telling you, it's way harder than it is. Than, Instead of just you... being like, I'm going to learn from this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, nah, no. nah. I still have control. I don't mm-hmm. know what the fuck you're talking about, right. world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so the uh, the balance of the heart chakra would be that you feel love and compassion for yourself and for others. Um, that you can give and receive love easily. I know that I have times when I can't give and receive yeah. love easily. And then I have times that it's abundant, you flows. know. And I, yeah, it just flows right out. And then you're feeling generous in all of your relationships are flourishing. That's that balance in the heart chakra. And man, does it feel good when it's like that. Yes, it does. <laughs> yeah. And so if we have imbalances, we're going to find dysfunctional relationships, jealousy, mm-hmm. antisocial behavior, um, lack of self-love and compassion, lack of empathy. You hold grudges. You feel lonely. And I'll tell you, I was doing that until about six months ago. Yeah. And when I was able to release that one grudge, that an was unfriend. Ooh, an unfriend. Mm-hmm. Seriously, so from social media. Mm-hmm. I then felt like I was. That was like the one thing blocking. Yeah, my heart at the time. But yeah, so there's so much that goes into all of this. If you want to eat through diet, you're going to eat green vegetables so that you can keep in mind that you love yourself. You feel love and gratitude for everyone. Your relationships are thriving. You're telling yourself these things because the thought becomes a thing. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to do camel. We're going to do upward facing dog, which Mm. I hate. (laughs) Do you like that pose? I don't mind it. Really? Yeah. God, I hate it. I don't know why. I think it's the, I think it's the arms for me. Like I just, it's really a tough in my shoulders and my arms. I have a tough time opening bow pose, cow pose, bridge, cow face and dancer. When I can hit a dancer, it's like the greatest feeling ever. I love me some dancer. I do too. And when you can like hit it and hold it, yeah, you're, it's like just this. And you kick it up and you, it, it yes, stays. And it stays. Yeah. I am fucking amazing. <laughs> no ego. None. No, no, but it's not. It really isn't. Okay, here's the bitch of all of the chakras. This is my favorite. My favorite. <laughs> the throat, throat chakra. chakra. Vishuddha chakra is your throat chakra. The physical locations, your neck, your throat, your ears, and your mouth. And so the focus on this is going to be communication and expression. 
So speaking your truth, saying what you need to say, making sure people aren't just trying to read your mind. Like speak it. What do you want? Say it out loud. It's so scary. It is so scary sometimes. So the sense associated is going to be your hearing. And I think Mm. that that's super telling because we want to open our ears before we open our throat. Sure. And we want to open our throat in a proper way. And I do say that a lot. I never read Mm -hmm. that anywhere, but for some reason it came to me, this idea of like saying the things you need to say in a respectful and well, like intended manner. Absolutely. So not being like, go fuck off. Right. (laughs) Well, oh. I mean, say it to someone, not to their face. I don't know. No, I don't think I could say it to somebody's face. I would try. I mean, I could do a whole episode on the word fuck. Let's. Because I love it. I do too. And I know it's so cringeworthy to some people, but it really whoo, opens that throat chakra. It does. It definitely do an episode we'll on that. Dive into the fuck. The word fuck as a noun verb adjective. <laughs> <laughs> All these things. All of the above. So the, we're going to associate the color blue. Mm-hmm. So, you know, wearing blue clothing, having blue jewelry, something that you can look at and just refer to, you know, if you keep a little blue, even like sticker on your computer or something yeah. at work and you can just take a look at it. It just reminds you to keep that mindset in, in the forefront. And you can almost feel your words stuck in your throat, like a physical sense of yeah. like, I can't swallow. Yeah. And that's what occurred for me in booty certification. I couldn't, like, it was like, I remember you telling me that. It was very weird. Like, they were stuck. Like, it was like something was holding my words in. Yeah. And I couldn't get them out. And when they, you know when you're in a dream mm-hmm. and you need to speak and say something and it's like, yes, or whatever, and you can't say it, that's what it was like. And now, instructing the practice, I can't even imagine. Yeah. Because the words aren't even of me anymore. They just kind they just of, like, out. they flow from a place of I don't even know where. Mm-hmm. But I've worked so hard on my throat chakra. Yeah, yeah, you have. Like, so hard to to break open that. But that's when I realized it was closed is, is when I went to fight. Wow. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. Like, it was me. so painful. Yeah. Because it was like I could see myself, and I don't want to say failing, but I could see myself, like, from the outside perspective, like, not getting to the goal that I wanted to because I could not get these words out of my mouth physically. Dang. I'm sure everyone has choked on your words. Yes, you ever choked literally. on your words? Mm-hmm. That is what there that you go. is referring to, is your throat chakra mm-hmm. being blocked. So, oh, some things you can do about this, too, and... and just, you know, wait till nobody's around if you're more comfortable that way, but singing. So if you sing in the car and, or rapping or whatever, like if you're just like saying something mm-hmm. to get, that you have like some passion behind and there's some feeling behind it, then sing it, do it, do that. Getting that going is good. Um, you can even look in the mirror and say shit that you wanted to say. Like when you're in the shower and mm-hmm. you come up with the argument that you should have said when right. you're in the time of the argument, right. just say it out loud then. Like, go ahead, say it to the shower head mm-hmm. and be like, yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I am right. I am right. Take that. So that's how we're going to help to open the chakra of the throat. And then the next time you get into a situation where you need to use it, it'll be a lot easier. You may not be able to actually do it yet, but that's okay. The more practice, the better. And that's exactly how I opened it was practicing. Mm-hmm. Small ways into big ways and writing and really getting it out. Yeah. You know, and then saying it out loud. And it was a process. It is. I was so repressed. I know I keep saying that word, but that's what happens Mm -hmm. from trauma. It is. It represses you. 
it and does. then you're stuck. Ugh. And nobody needs to stay stuck. Don't stay stuck. No, that sucks. It'll associate with your expression, your listening, your manifestation. Who doesn't want to manifest their freaking dreams? <laughs> 2022 will be on the road. Oh, that's and that's why I just keep saying it. Over yep, and over, over and it's over. Happening. It's happening. Uh, it affects your communication, your self-expression. So those are big deals. <laughs> yeah. Big, big deals. We can't get by in life without any of them, especially communication. And when Amy and I talk about relationships, you notice that's like the number one yeah. thing that we talk about. When you're balanced, you can communicate and you can listen easily too. Because sometimes when your throat chakra is b- blocked and someone's talking to you. can't hear to you, what they're saying. Yeah, you can't hear what they're saying. You may be able to repeat what they've mm-hmm. said, but you're not fully taking it in. You're not listening to it. The imbalances can cause an inability to express yourself, issues within relationships, suppressing emotions, which that's what we just were talking about. Mm-hmm. Inability to listen to others and then gossiping is another result of throat chakra chakra. blockage because it's it's you're speaking ill of others to just but not to to their face not to their face correct yeah Yeah. um so you can get laryngitis (laughs) be careful because i'm like i'll just say it to your face now (laughs) i know sorry y'all i've lost the Mm -mm. filter but i have to say it's good because now you know i'm not like i'm not messing around like if i say something i mean it like if i tell you you're this amazing thing it's true because I wouldn't bull- bullshit anybody yeah. anymore, you know? And if I don't like you, I'm probably just not going <laughs> to talk to you because I don't really want to have to tell you the things I think. Oh, my gosh. Yuck. That's so hard to do. I know. You can have, like, teeth problems, sore throats, Ooh. asthma, jaw pain, upper respiratory infections. All that can do with the throat chakra. So you want to eat some nice, yummy blue foods, blueberries, elderberries, blackberries, grapes, plums, you know, that kind of good stuff. And then your yoga poses that you're going to do are going to be bridge, camel, cobra, which I just loved like opening the throat with the cobra. But my favorite is um, fish pose. Which I always forget to do. Oh my God. I love it. I know you do. Because it just, that throat chakra Mm -hmm. and heart chakra Mm -hmm. gets so nice and open and it just feels very free. Yeah. I feel like a lot. It's also a very vulnerable pose, as is camel. If you're back there, you're like, yep. and I bet I can't really do it right now. I have to work to get to it as we all. I can't. That's a very vulnerable pose. Yeah, I'm not, I haven't been there in a very long time. Yeah. Next up, above, is going to be the third eye. So that's the right in between your eyebrows and up a little bit. And I just realized that you, my volume you went down because I put my arm up in front of my face. <laughs> and you can't. And see. you can't see her. Yeah, and I'm doing yeah. motions. She's doing so many motions in this yes. one. Yeah. Oh boy, you missed them all. <laughs> um, the Anja Chakra, the third eye chakra, means to perceive, and the color is indigo, which I love indigo. Hmm. Because I love purple and I love blue too. Yeah. So like it's kind little of mix. a little mix of those two. It is the element of light and it's associated to your endocrine system, which is so huge. So when you're feeling so fatigued mm-hmm. and tired, like that has so much to do with your endocrine system. Yeah. Um, so that can affect your productiveness. When you're balanced, you feel more open to learning. You can understand things. Mm-hmm. Um, you can understand from your life experiences. You're open to getting inner guidance and to mm-hmm. inspiration. And you also trust your inner voice. So you're trusting your gut and your intuition, which I've been trying to do way more. And I feel like it's working out pretty well. It is. <laughs> 2022. 2022. <laughs> when it's imbalanced, you're going to be unable to, to follow through with your goals. 
-hmm. or even be set goals in the right. first place. You have the inability to see the big picture. So my problem is, is that I can see the big picture, but I can't uh, figure out the details to make it happen. <laughs> you need a staff. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Here's my vision. <laughs> Who's going to make it happen? <laughs> Just make this shit happen, okay? Staff. staff. Not just one person. I need a whole fucking You don't need an assistant. You need no. a staff. I do, I do. Oh my god, I do. I'm such a mess. And then at that point, I feel like I could take some of that staff, so... <laughs> There's definitely some selfish reasoning in her having a staff. I think that Amy needs a staff to deal with me. No. <laughs> so does Randy. Aw. That's what Randy and I have each other. That's right. <laughs> Ooh, sorry, guys. Um, I always say when, and, and again, this is like from the little bit that I knew about chakras, but I always say when we're opening the third eye so that you can release, so you can hear Yes. Your instinct and your intuition. Yes. Because it's there. We're just not listening. So I always say, like, to free it, to open yeah. that up so you can hear. You know, every one of us knows what's right, what's wrong for yeah. our personal lives and mm -hmm. what we're supposed to do. But you're blocked and so you can't hear it. So I always say, like, in the sequence, like, let move it. Right. Move it so that you can hear it. Mm-hmm. And I love that, like, I always envision when we do that sequence, you bring your thumbs together at your third eye mm -hmm. so like above your eyebrows and in the center and then I envision taking those thumbs and like pinching the shit that's blocked there yes, and like and pulling it out and throwing yeah. it out that way yeah and just the envisioning part of that like just pretend not pretending but you know what I mean like sure creating that vision um makes it feel like it's actually happening and that's what it feels like it feels like you're just like yeah moving it right. like you're making space that's yes. what it is because your thumbs are together and you're releasing it down to the sides of your body. And so you're making space. You're pushing it out. Whatever that is, it's blocked there so you can hear. We should have recorded this on video for this episode. We are making so many hand movements. We really should have. <laughs> Again, we, we plan on... I we'll do think that. that we definitely need to... Um, record straight chakra chakra sequence. Yes, let's just so do people that. could if they if they didn't want to do all of booty they could just do that too. Yes, I yeah. love that. Oh, see, she's such a smart smart. <laughs> but lady. I still need a staff to remind me to do these things. <laughs> right? We came up with that idea. Then later we're gonna be like, did you listen back? Do you remember what the idea was? <laughs> <laughs> did anyone write that shit down? <laughs> oh God. So third eye can cause some physical crap with like sinusitis problems, eye strain, headaches, vision issues, anxiety. I don't have that. And mental fatigue. Nope. Nope. Not I don't have either of those. I'm fine. I don't know what you're talking about. No. So for your third eye, some yoga poses we can do are child's pose. So taking that third mm. eye down to the ground and grounding it. Shavasana. So laying up um, and moving it Yes. Open. Please. <laughs> please. <laughs> the thing I posted for my last class was um, don't try to be Shavasana you can't make everybody happy <laughs> or something like that don't try to make yeah. everyone happy you're not Shavasana, you're not Shavasana. that's what it was I yeah. love that so true it's the best part of oh, all of you god and I'm always like please stay for this part in case you don't know that's just when you lay on the floor palms up to the sky and just lay or down if you need grounding or down if you need grounding it's wonderful it's the best part of class <laughs> literally you just lay there mm-hmm 
a supine twist, which I love, and that's also good for your solar gotcha. plexus chakra. Mm -hmm. Seated forward fold, a pigeon, and a seated spinal twist. So some good twists with that one too. Third eye is my jam. I love it. I do too. Because that's also that point where you're open enough mm -hmm. to receive messages and to like really listen to from yourself, you know? Because yes. the universe is like, hey, hello. Yep. Knock, knock. Yep. I'm trying to tell you something. You can't see it though because you need to open that third eye. Um, one of my favorite memes that my niece sent me once was, <laughs> I finally opened my third eye and I got fucking shampoo in it. <laughs> oh, shit. Because that's like the fucking story of my life. Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it burns. It burns. Last but not least, by Ooh, any means, at all. is your crown chakra. This is like the goddess of all chakras. This is when you just have everything in alignment. You are open. You're able to disconnect from like yourself and see the betterment of all of the universe as the ultimate goal, basically. Mm -hmm. Your crown chakra is that space yeah. that's that's people desire to get to. You are connected. You're one with the universe. You're one with life around you. Um, you're living in pure light and love. You're living in pure gratitude. You're honoring people. You're honoring your spiritual path. You're divinely guided. It's all of these just wonderful things. <laughs> now, can you live there? Can you live there? You can make an effort to live there, and I'm sure that you can live there for extended periods of time. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. But I catch glimpses of it. Yes, but it's very difficult to do. Yeah. So it's not something that we as humans, first of all, have an easy time doing. And I think that being in the society that we live in gives us even more of a disadvantage right. on being able to achieve it. Too. Right. In Sanskrit, <laughs> it's Sahasrara. I have to close my eyes to do yep. it. Yep. I... That makes sense. <laughs> and that means thousand petals so when Ooh. you see that thousand petaled lotus mm -hmm. that's representative of the, of the crown chakra that's opening it all up the colors are violet and white hmm. so i don't know if you've ever tried the like i'm going to create a personal bubble space around me and you you say okay yeah the white light i'm going to white light that's in your in the top of your crown and like coming through your body yes even. yeah that I like to describe is, you remember when we were kids yes. and we would do the egg crack? Crack, yes. crack, and like take your fingers yeah. over your, your scalp and be like. That's how I think of it too when yeah. I think of the white light coming through my body. Me Because mm -hmm. we're 90s kids? Yep. <laughs> yes, it is, ma'am. The element associated with this is thought. Hmm. It's located at the crown of the head and it's associated with your central nervous system and your pineal gland. Two very, very important things. <laughs> Your energetic associations are peace, intuition, and connection to life, universe, and a higher power. So that can be God. That can be Mother Earth. That can mm -hmm. be both of those things. That, you know, spirit. It can be whatever your higher purpose and higher uh, power is that you envision. We have to acknowledge a higher power for us to be able to grow in ourselves as well. Because it is not a mistake mm -hmm. that we're here. Emotional imbalances are feeling disconnected to yourself, which... I'm going to tell you a short story right here. There have been times, and I've talked about this in therapy multiple times, where I completely disassociate. Mm -hmm. And I do it in high stress times. I do mm -hmm. it in high anxiety times. And what, I, how I used to describe it before I knew what it was, 
is I would describe it as, I feel like I'm drunk, but I'm not drunk. I can see it from the outside. Like I can watch the, yes, the situation mm-hmm. occur. Exactly. For me, it's when trauma is repeated, not actual trauma, but a, like something of that nature. Like, so that tonality or that same situation. Yeah. And I just, I fucking disappear. Yeah. It's creepy weird. No, it's so weird. I'm not there. Right. You're there, but you're not a part of, an active part of what's going on. You're, you're watching sort of yourself watching what's from happening. above. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's so fucking bizarre. And I told my therapist, because I was getting scared. I was like, is there something wrong with me? Yeah. Am I like having psychotic episodes? Yeah, like, which what's it happening? could be. Yeah. Have, but in my situation, and I think yours, it's not. It's not. And that's, I think it's a defense mechanism. It is. And that's exactly what she said. Is it? She said it's your defense mechanism. Yeah. You disassociate. Yeah. And it just, it happens at the most random fucking times. Like I'll be reading an intense book mm-hmm. and it might trigger something that okay. I'm not aware of. And I will feel like I'm not, I'm not holding that book anymore. Like those, my, the arms are not mine. I have no feeling. I can see the book in front of me, but it's not my body that's holding it. It's so wild. Bizarre. It's wild what your body can do to protect yourself. Though. Yeah. So wild. Like. If you don't believe in energies and things like that, mm-hmm. like, you know you believe that, that your body does things to protect you. Oh, yeah. Compartmentalizing. Like, I know that, like, last time this topic came yeah. up, this voice was used, whatever, mm-hmm. you were hurt or yeah. this happened. Right. So get the fuck out. Right. And so you literally, like... <laughs> I'll keep your body here. <laughs> yeah. You literally, like... <laughs> yeah. Off you go. Uh-huh. I'll watch it for you. I'll keep the windows locked. Well, they talk a lot of times about, and I don't know, like, uh, about when you are assaulted, Mm -hmm. that you, that you disassociate, you like leave your body and you're watching it all occur from above. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I can, I can concur with that. And so you're saying that's part of the crown? That is part of the crown chakra. So I think that's really interesting that when we feel danger, Mm Mm-hmm. The crown chakra kicks in to say, we're going to pull you out. We're going to pull you out for a minute. Mm -hmm. Let the body take care of it. Mm -hmm. We'll go back in a minute when it's safe for you to go back. Yeah. Wow. So cool. So the emotional imbalances. So yours are sacral and throat. Mine are solar plexus and crown. Yes. You have crown too because crown is associated with feeling disconnected. Mm -hmm. It's also associated with depression. Yep with worry like overly yes. worrying about things stress apathy which we've both experienced we, yes we have feeling isolated which is another defense mechanism yes it is because we I'm just both, not gonna care anymore we both fucking care so much yes, right so if we tell you we don't care we're lying lying <laughs> i've done it at work before i'm like i don't even care or, no i no. care i tell you what i care like when i care I... I care more than all of you put together it's yeah. just i'm so scared to like put myself out there mm-hmm. again mm-hmm. yeah Whenever I don't even care comes out of either one of our mouths, it is the 100% opposite. It's a total fucking lie. <laughs> but we don't believe it is. It's just what we do. Yeah. We're just to like, be like no. I don't have the energy for that. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. We only don't care because we care, if that makes sense. Otherwise, we would ignore the whole fucking thing. It does. It yeah. makes sense. I got you, boo. <laughs> <laughs> So, so let me ask you a question yeah. is, so the crown chakra is not this culmination. No, it's its own chakra. It's its own entity. Yes. Okay. So when I use it in booty, I have changed from my daughter's favorite saying of like, bring in the good, let the shit go. Yeah. 
to like bring in what you need Mm -hmm. and let go of what no longer serves you. Yes. Because I think this idea of good and bad, Mm -hmm. I just am not really down with it anymore because what's good for me might be bad for you. Right. I tell people all the time, it could be from week to week. This could be good for you this week and bad for you next week. So you just have to like listen to that intuition. Yeah. What is it that's like good and what do I need to let go of? Right. Sometimes it's super hard. It's so hard. And I just like say visualize first thing that comes to your mind of things you need to bring in and things you need to let go of. So the full moon in Virgo was the 26th. So a couple days ago. And the, I'm a Virgo, so I was, like, super interested in this one. I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> so I don't know a lot about astrology, and Me I neither. don't know a lot about the full yeah. moon cycles, but I will look things up and, yeah. and research. And so I really researched this one because it was the full moon in Virgo. And it was talking about how you want to be, like, full, this full moon is no time to start something new. Mm. We don't want to do a new project. So we just want to like stick with the status quo for now. Yeah. But take that opportunity while we're sticking through the status quo to figure out what serves you now mm-hmm. and what no longer serves you and what rules you may have made for yourself now or a while ago yeah. may not be for you now. And yes. you might need to change those rules. Yes. So even though we're not changing and starting a new project, right. we want to make changes in the rules we've made for ourselves yep. into what serves us and it's you know I read this analogy of or metaphor of picking up a bunch of stones and you're picking up the ones that you need in your life mm-hmm. but there's also some left on mm-hmm. the the ledge that you still need but you don't have room in your hands for yeah so you want to take a look at what's in your hands and take out what you don't need anymore yeah. but also to see if you need to like be like I'm gonna give you this stone Amy mm. and I'm gonna keep this and replace it with this instead yeah so just sort of like either either delegating some things sure. that you need help with or yeah. even just rearranging some things to make everything work so yeah yeah, I think that's like a, such a good point because I think we have to constantly do that though. Mm-hmm. Reevaluate what it is that we are making as rules for ourselves and, yeah. and what isn't because it's not always going to be that way. Right. You're not always going to need to like stay off social media. Right. You're not right. always going to need to go to bed at nine o'clock. Yeah. It just might be for that season or that mm-hmm. period in time. Oh, that's really interesting. Oh, such a good point. So healing yoga poses for the crown chakra we're gonna be focused on forward folds forward bending um so it's when you're doing that you're creating a sense of surrender Mm -hmm. like okay i'm falling forward and i'm surrendering Mm -hmm. and you're focused on lifting the crown of the head upward so doing like a forward fold and then doing a half for you know half half, half Mm -hmm. lift and bringing the chin up to bring mm-hmm. that crown up and then going back to a forward fold is going to be a great little sequence for the yeah. crown chakra. Shavasana always is a good <laughs> crown one. <laughs> yes. We feel that light entering the body through the crown of the head. It's wonderful. Child's pose is another surrendering yes. pose. <laughs> Wide leg forward fold, which is All these are folding. so fantastic. I know. These are it? all such lovely poses. <laughs> Easy seated mm-hmm. pose, which is great. Mountain pose, which mm-hmm. is one of my favorites. I feel so powerful yeah. in mountain pose. Down dog, dolphin and pigeon. So basically yoga and good foods are going to be wonderful things and tools for you to keep it in the forefront of your mind. Yeah. 
knowing what things you struggle with and what you might want to think about. And this was just a, and I know it was a long episode, so I appreciate you still listening, but this was just a very, very shallow overview of the chakras. So we'll have to do more. Ways that you can also learn more about the chakras are um, some offerings that Sarah has in her business which would be what? I still don't really even understand. So why don't you explain to all of us? Yeah. So I do chakra therapeutics. Mm -hmm. So I'll do basically a therapy session with you. It's 90 minutes, but I never stick to that. It's always, it always goes over. So it's a good therapist, people. (laughs) We just got to let you get out what you need to get out. Mm -hmm. We have a very in-depth conversation. So it is something you need to come to be willing to be open yeah. in. Basically, I will ask you very open-ended questions and, and get some information from you. It is It has nothing to do with me being able to tell the future or be able right. to like read anything. I am an empath, so it is easy for me to read your energy though. Mm-hmm. And it's easy for me to say like, okay, this person is struggling in this area and to be able to help that way. So. That's what we do. We just have a conversation. It's like a therapy session. You'll get to get some stuff out. And then I'll take that information and place it with the chakras that I think that you could use to do some work in. If it turns out that it's all of them will work very slowly from start to finish. Um, And that's not a bad thing. It's just Mm -hmm. the reality of life sometimes. And I think everybody has small blockages in all of them. Yeah. But then I, you know, we'll go through some things like we did today affirmations that you can do meditations you can do yoga poses you can do foods you can eat crystals you can buy if it depends on how deep you want to go into it and how you know you don't have to do that if Mm -hmm. you're just like i just want to do yoga to try to help move this right that's fine we'll do whatever is great for you but Mm -hmm. i have all of those options available so you would so if i were to do this i would leave with tools to help me open my blocked chakra definitely will um i will give you all the information based off of it's all tailored to each person based off of what they want to learn from it and what they want to take home from it too so you are going to tell me what your intention is for that and i'll just be able to do the session tailored for you what is your website to find all of that? It is livemagic.com, but the magic is spelled the French way. Yes, it is. M-A-G-I-Q-U-E. So it is livemagique.com. And then there's the services there. Also some really fun stuff of, uh, I make some t-shirts and mugs and stuff like that with whatever's whatever's in my heart at the time we're, which try, we're trying we're trying to get her to do more earrings because i love her <laughs> earrings sometimes what's in my heart is you know let that shit go sometimes what's in my heart is welcome to the shit show i mean anything with anything shit or fuck with shit we're or good fuck, we're good yeah we're good um i haven't made one with my favorite word which is twat i'm gonna <gasps> try to figure that oh, out oh god that's like moist it makes my skin oh crawl. you don't like it i'm so sorry oh it's so gross i like to use it because you're gonna wear that on a shirt people no no i would have like you know like a waffle dancing <laughs> <laughs> opening in the middle i don't know <laughs> it's fantastic <laughs> that would be funny. like on a coffee mug that's really funny you know. yeah i like twat waffles with my coffee i oh, don't know my god that's funny but anyways you can check out some all kinds of stuff including our podcast information is there and how to yes. become a patreon so um if you would like to do booty yoga with me you can be anywhere in the world because i'm doing it on zoom currently because of our lovely pandemic situation 
And I am Mondays and Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern time. And the first class is on me always. So join my Facebook group. You can find that on my website, which is gracedbybeautyandkindness.com. So gracedbybeautyandkindness.com. And so you'll be able to see there how you can join in on our booty classes and some other fun things along with our podcast. Yeah. And you'll be able to see all of those episodes there as well. So that's Mondays and Thursdays at 7 p.m. Again, first classes on me because I want to see, you know, you want to see if you like it first before any donation is made. Yeah. Check it out. We are a lovely a welcoming bunch and you can turn off your camera if you feel so inclined <laughs> like I did <laughs> totally okay and a hundred percent you know approved whatever you want to do it's your it's your class but we do do a chakra opening sequence during class but we also do a lot of things throughout class all the poses that Sarah was talking about to move things and to shift things and you might get that cry at the end at Shavasana and that's just it, it, I think it was so explained. It was explained so well by Sarah as to why you feel that release. So that's what happens when you feel like that is all letting go. It's so great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very cleansing. Very cleansing. And so, yeah, it's like this really cool cleansing of the mind and emotions while also sweating it through your body. It just yeah. shows you the connection, right? It, yeah, absolutely. Between your body yes, between your bo- yeah. and your emotions and your mm-hmm. chakras and your mind and all of that shit. Like you can't, you can't get for me. I'll say this. I can't get that stuff on an elliptical. No. No. There's so no. It's the just, only thing it, I do during a, an elliptical is look at what time. I'm like, how long have I been on here? Or watch a show, right? <laughs> so, yeah, it's a little bit different. You're really, you're really getting the best of all the worlds. So if you want to check it out. We would love it. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm. I know if that you, was if long. you hung in till the end. Thank you. Yeah. And hopefully you stopped it and came back to it. That was some good information that you would have paid big bucks for that Sarah just <laughs> gave to us. So I learned a lot and I appreciate it. Well, thanks, guys. If you have any questions too, I'm here. Email us. Oh yes, unqualifiedtherapists at gmail.com. DM us in our Instagram page as well if that's easier for you. At unqualifiedtherapists. All right. Love you guys. Have a good week. We'll see you next time. Bye, warriors. This episode was brought to you by Sarah Simone and Amy Baumgartner. Production and editing for this podcast by Sarah Simone. If you have a topic around mental health that's been weighing on you, email us at unqualifiedtherapists at gmail.com. You can find lots of bonus content, including exclusive episodes on our Patreon at patreon.com slash unqualifiedtherapistsinc. We are thankful beyond measure for your support there. Patreon and Google and Apple podcast reviews are how we can continue to bring you episodes just like this. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at Unqualified Therapists Inc. Until next week, warriors, remember to hold on. We're gonna make it. Say it loud, say it proud, say it down, say it with me, or with me, or with me.